This is the MD's Fantasy Football Show with Dan Mader. Giving you the X's and O's of all things fantasy. We got an NFC West rivalry matchup here between the Rams and the Seahawks. The Seahawks are minus four and a half favorites with an over-under of 47. I have two things to say here. This is another one you have to jump on while you can. I don't think Cooper Cup's going to play week one. Now, now I, mean, I know we don't know that for sure, but that's my take on the situation right now. So yeah. if you can lock in Seattle at minus four, uh, at four and a half, and you can get the under at 47, because I don't think the Rams can put up too many points without Cup either. I'm screaming to the tickets for that. And if I can get one other person to agree with me on both, I'll hit the lock them in. Do it. Lock them in. I'll, I'll cut it short because Chris Lee, are you disagreeing with that? Was that why your hand was up? No, I was, I was locking it in. Sorry. Oh, okay. Lock in. It's a Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I was going to say. Okay. So now, now we got that out the way. Geno Smith on that cuss, on that bubble. Will you start him week one? I will. I got him at QB 12. He's, ECR has been QB 14. So the consensus is not necessarily putting you there. Chris, you're shaking your head. Yes. Take it away. Look, they're playing the Rams. I know it's just a preseason game, but did you guys watch how bad the Chiefs beat down that Rams team? That basically there was two incompletions between three quarterbacks. I mean, they look like Hall of Famers, and Patrick Mahomes was the worst-rated quarterback of all of them. So that just shows you how pathetic this, this defense can be, how poor it can be without Cooper Cup on the offense. I am hammering Seattle, and I'm loving me some Geno this week. I know everyone wants to be like, oh, Geno, you know, it's going to be one-year wonder. What's it going to be? Everything I'm hearing out of camp is he looked great. It's his offense. He's playing confident, and they gave him even more playmakers. I love him versus Rams team this week. Yeah, it's hard not to. Uh, Adam, should the discrepancy of Kenneth Walker at 12 and, and Zach Charbonnet, who I have at 37, should it be that big? Do you expect it to be a closer split right out the gate, or you think it's Kenneth Walker and Charbonnet, his time might come later in the season? I think it's going to be closer than that. However, I would want to err on the side of Kenneth Walker week one. Um, my gut feeling is that, you know, Kenneth Walker is just so explosive on a per touch basis that it, but has dealt with some injuries. My gut feeling is they're going to want to kind of cap him to a certain degree uh, and let uh, Charbonnet kind of take some of the hits. But we don't have any verification of that until we, we play. We know that Kenneth Walker as a pure runner is amongst the best in the NFL. So until we kind of see things shift the other way, I would, I would keep the spread from like a process standpoint, but my gut feeling is it's going to be tighter. Well, okay. So from that perspective, are you over under at 62 and a half rushing yards for Kenneth Walker against the Rams this week? I'm not touching it. Um, My, my gut feeling. And I I would say this on the Gino point is that it would be over. And my gut, my, Concern with Geno has nothing to do with his ability. It would have everything to do with Seattle to walk away with this one. Like yeah. without Cup, without Ramsey, what does LA really have? Um, yeah, Th- that's kind of where my head is, is. Is that this could be one of those games where Charbonnet and Walker could both get their fifteen. <laughs> yeah, I totally, and I think Walker gets his fifteen. I think he's getting over the sixty-two and a half mark. If there is no Cooper Cup chase. 
What do you think that does to Cam Akers? Does that help him or hurt him? Right now, I got him at RB23. ECR is at 17. I'm just, I'm a little bit worried they get down too far early, but I do know last year they decided, you know what, we have to run the Cam Akers train. We have to ride the Cam Akers train, and he was pretty good as a result. So, what do you think? Yeah, towards the end of last season, it looked like we might have a, you know, a, a matchup proof type running back on our hands in that in that backfield. I think that they are going to give him whatever touches they have available are going to go to him. Um, their offensive line is still not good. Um, I don't think that they hang in this game very long. Seattle is one of my top defensive plays of the week uh, for DST streaming, and I yeah. If, I think having him as a low-end RB2 is pretty appropriate because he's going to see volume, and he'll see volume whether he's catching it or or running it, but I just don't expect him to be able to do a whole hell of a lot in this game. So basically, in the middle-end RB2, and we'll call it a day at that. I'm okay with that. Chris, since you're so aggressive about Geno, help me out with some player props when it comes to the wide receivers. DK Metcalf at 65 and a half, and Tyler Lockett at 62 and a half. Do both go over, one over, one under? What do you think? I think one goes over, one goes under. I'm not 100% sure who that's going to be, but if I were going to bet on <laughs> I'd bet on DK. He's going to be healthy. He's looking better. TJ, you know, Locke got banged up a little bit earlier last week. I'm sure he'll still play fine, but I think DK Metcalf's got a lot to prove this year, and a lot of people are going to forget how good this guy was because he basically laid on one, one leg a good portion of last year. So I, th- I go with DK on this one. That's fair. You know, I'm going to go there with DK with you on too, especially since the whole Tyler Lockett thing going on. I have both these guys as top 24 receivers, by the way. You got to like playing both of them. It's even as much as the target consolidation gets consolidated around those two, it does feel like it's only one's going to go over, one's going to go under because it's rare that both hit on the same game, especially when they're not going to get pushed to potentially from the offensive side on the Rams. So that's kind of what you're looking at there as well. Uh, Tyler Higby, we have mentioned him. He's my tight end nine. Does anybody not have him as a tight end, a top 10 tight end? I want to argue that. I wish I could argue it. I think it kind of feels to me like how you felt when I talked about uh, Jamal Williams. <laughs> I, I really hate that he's a starting tight end, but I agree. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty much where we're at with that. Let's head to our Sunday night.